The following documents and recordings are the 11th installment in a compilation detailing the events of the repair team sent to Outpost Freestead, consisting of Dr. Rosa De La Torre, Walter Heath, Graham Kasner, Dr. Karina Schumacher-Weiss, and Jonas Thorinson. In the winter months, gale storms in Svalbard can reach wind speeds of 130 kilometers an hour. Accompanied by or following snowfall, such storms can reduce visibility dramatically, more so in the winter months of the polar night. During these storms, travel is not advised. The White Alt. installment, the assessment and repair team decided to abandon their dear and brilliant friend, Walter Heath, after a creature attacked them in a blizzard, separating them. <clears throat> this first piece is recorded on Walter's camcorder as the team goes back to find their friend, world-class explorer Walter Heath. The audio quality is a bit wobbly because it got bashed around some, but the voices you're hearing are most definitely Jonas, Rosa, Graham and Karina, not just Walter freezing his ass off in a cave somewhere, trying to keep himself awake and sane. <laughs> <laughs> Let me uh, cue up some sound effects on my laptop real quick. Uh, come on, come on. And scene. Recorder. He must have dropped. What, Jonas? I can't hear you. I have the recorder. He dropped it. Just keep up. The slower we go, the more likely we will lose the trail. This storm will wipe away in minutes. Graham, I can't hear you. What's wrong? Did we lose the trail? No, we didn't lose the trail. I know exactly where he is. Why did we stop? Where is he, Graham? Look hard. Over there. We won't go far. Hours? No fucking way. We're back in England? We do seem to be somewhere that resembles a snow-covered English city. Reading, perhaps. We're losing time. We need to follow the trail. Rosa, wait. Are you sure that you want to do this? We walked so far. We tried so hard. We went in circles. But at the end of it all, there's only one person you can trust in a relationship, and it's yourself. There is no running away anymore, Graham. Only fighting back. Um, what? We were never meant to find this. No, Molly! Not the computer! We're falling behind. Rosa, look. Blood. Just a bit. But it's not frozen. We're not far behind. We may still catch him. But Come on! I do not hear Walter. It's leading into a cave. I mean, into an apartment complex. We know Karina struck her head several times being dragged this way. He may have as well. It appears to be changing. From snow tracks to... to blood. To English currency. Yes, it's a trail of English money. Pennies or pence, I think they're called, and torn notes or pounds. 
Get back. Behind me. No, look. Here. It's his... Don't go ahead of me. We don't need you getting grabbed. It's his mancar. It appears to be torn in half. His what? His man card. Every man is born with one, at least in Canada. It's like that in Iceland, too. Wow. He looks a lot younger than the photo. And happier. It's almost as if... Is the shotgun loaded? Yes, but hold up for a moment. We need a plan. We can't just walk in there and... No! You can't walk in there! Karina! <laughs> Karina? Yes, it is I, Karina Schumacher-Weiss, doctor and lover of zoology. I thought it was geology. That, yes. Well, I love zoology, despite being a geologist, so sue me. But, wait, really, I'm back and the first thing you do is question my love of zoology? It's important to always correct scientific inaccuracies or continuity errors. <sighs> but now that you mention it, it is quite a surprise to find you out here, in Walter's apartment complex in the UK, in a cave in Svalbard. This is starting to feel a bit like Inception. Twin Peaks. Yeah, that. That is because I am a god? You cannot reach your friend until you... Ow. Why would you try shooting me? You looked threatening. I'm five foot two, 120 pounds, and slipped in the shower. Besides, coming back as a monster ghost thing, what part of me is threatening? Ugh. Okay, so, in order to rescue your friend from the clutches of his ex-wife, you'll need to answer me these questions three. So, question one. What are the four most common reasons a prenuptial agreement could be rendered invalid in the US and Germany? Wait, what? What are the four most common reasons a prenuptial agreement could be rendered invalid? Well, that too, I mean, but the villain this whole time was Walter's ex-wife? Of course. Who else could conceive of something so sinister as to send us all to the ascent-frigid wastes of Svalbard and murder us? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Really? He told me some stories about her. I wouldn't put this past Molly Davis Heath. She kept his last name, too. So, again, what are the foremost common reasons a prenuptial agreement could be rendered invalid? One, the agreement is likely to promote divorce. Two, the agreement was written and signed with the intention of divorcing. Three, one party was forced into signing. And four, the agreement was created unfairly. Correct. Next question. How the hell did you know that? I listen to a lot of podcasts. Question two. Where is the best place in Iceland to have a honeymoon? Seriously? If it will get us closer to our friend, I will offer some advice on the matter. Personally, I'd have to recommend Bogafjura Eistri. It's on the eastern coast. It's beautiful. Well, I have lots of fond memories of that place. And there's a beautiful pool uh, called Gressislaug. It's near uh, Sárukrókra on the north coast of Iceland. There is a warm pool and a hot pool, and the plunge pool is the Arctic Ocean. It's beautiful, it's just a little bit cold. But, uh, yeah, go somewhere other than the Golden Circle, because everyone goes there. I don't know, maybe you want to travel around as much as my accent goes. Oh, you guys are awesome. Okay, so, 
question three. Do you guys want to help plan the wedding? Because Rolf finally proposed. <laughs> Absolutely, that's amazing. Well, congratulations. So happy for you. Congratulations. Thanks. But still, get him to sign the prenuptial agreement. We should focus on leaving here before Molly gets her clothes into us, too. Sorry, Walter. To the wedding. Now, is there going to be coffee at this wedding? The following was recorded on the cell phone of Walter Heath, who has been abandoned by his friends who are undoubtedly going to a wedding. A man who's been forgotten by the monster that dragged him into a godforsaken cave, and who's currently sitting in front of a small mirror surveying the minor cuts on his chiseled abs before wrapping himself up again in a warm polar bear fur. This is Walter Heath, rugged adventurer and ridiculously good-looking technical engineer in some godforsaken cave near Outpost Freestead, approximately 33 kilometres northeast of Neolisand, south of the border to the National Park I'm never going to visit. I've given up on siege group and rescue services in Neolisand. Our repair team completed the assignment and ditched me undoubtedly to go to a wedding. <laughs> a storm is preventing me from leaving, so I'm just surveying my chiselled abs for bruises in a mirror that was left down here, oddly enough, and I'm about to put on this warm polar bear fur coat that I made out of my previously sworn enemy, Mr. Knife Fingers. I'm reaching out to all of you through this mirror and hoping for... Oh, I don't know what... Anyone, please respond... The real villain in this story is divorce. I just can't seem to get reception. Think, Walter, think. If I were those guys on the Amelia Project, what would I do? What would I do? I'd I'd, uh, probably have some hot cocoa and someone would be decapitated before sunrise. (laughs) what I wouldn't do for some hot cocoa or some tea. Okay, let's try to MacGyver some shit here. You can do it, Walter. You can do it. And we have a mirror with a paperclip on top of it. Um, I doubt even the A-team would be able to do anything with this. Oh, right. Um, what about... Ah. Uh, <clears throat> Well, it's worth a try. It worked at scout camp. Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. Nope. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, Nothing happened. Let's see. Uh, Who else can you summon in a mirror? Um, um, uh, Dost thou seek the mama man uh, lurking in the Grimcrack land? Uh... Maybe I need to say it differently. Um, <clears throat> what a gawk, that son of Pan. Let's haul him forth. Let's drag him down. Let's speak together, a timbrous clan, calling forth the Mama Man. Let's say together that bacchanal, hoy, hoy, two, three, around and round. All fingers now upon the planchette. Speak again with voices dulcet, Mama Man. We call you, lad. Come play with us and make us glad. Holy shit! It's well, it's 
Peter, or, um, oh, maybe it's the concussion from earlier just getting worse. <laughs> Why have you summoned me? I, um, I'm, I'm, I'm stuck in this cave, and, uh, wow, you look an awful lot like Graham Kasner. Has anyone ever told you that? You summoned me to help you leave from a cave in Svalbard. Uh, well, that's about the thick of it, yes. Um, I normally don't do favors unless there's blood involved. Oh, uh, well, um, blood, I can... What about teeth? Lots of teeth. Teeth. Sharp pointy teeth. Wait, did our voices just overlap? I can work with that. What is your wish, Walter Heath? Well, I uh, I wish to be back at my flat in Reading with Sir Tufts and for Molly to be here in Svalbard. And what can you offer me? Besides the teeth? Um, what if I told you that I would buy you a coffee on coffee.com and also supported the White Vault on Patreon? Throw in the souls of your former comrades. Agree to voice a few horror stories on the No Sleep podcast each month. Perhaps pose for between six to twelve tasteful nudes. And I'm sure we have a deal. Normally I'd say no, but you know what? Deal, my friend. Deal. <laughs> you won't regret it. Oh, this is going to be so much fun.